You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. Praise God. You see that open your Bible at Genesis chapter 1. Hallelujah. How many of you were here this morning? If you weren't able to make it, you really do need to get that message. Uh, and I know I say that about almost every message, but this particular message is a foundation to where we're moving forward in the next few weeks because it's the foundation of who God is. That God, His very power resides within His Word. As we read from Genesis chapter 1, that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And you notice how He did it. And God said, and then it was. And God said, and it became. And God said, and so He created. And God said... And he went to great lengths to emphasize the concept, God said, God said, God said, God said. And we understand that the very way that God creates is in that spoken word. And he gets to verse 26, and God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdued, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, see, I've given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seeds, so it shall be for your food. Or you put in brackets, provision. God set up this planet as a place of residence for his man. God's intention was for his man to enjoy life the way he does in heaven. God in dominion, able to create, able to speak, and to run his planet, run his his kingdom. They already existed living creatures. We read about them and We know from the Word that in the beginning was the Word, and He was always with God, and there were angels that were worshiping God. Amongst those angels was Lucifer. The Bible has called him the angel of light. Something amazing about this angel is that where other angels were all ministering spirits, they were created as the ones that carry out the will of God. Today, you think of somebody like a waiter or waitress. I'm hesitant to use the word as a servant because unfortunately man has turned the word servant into a negative thing, like a slave. And that's because man tried to dominate man. That's not the way it is. Angels are a totally different creature. They're not mankind. They were created for the purpose of being messengers, carrying out the will of God. And so... Amongst them was this one called Lucifer. And what was unique about him was the Bible says he is amazingly beautiful to look upon. That within his very being, that when 
when he spoke, if he spoke or he ministered, whatever, it was like music coming out of him. Uh, just the essence of God's worship presence. And he had the unique responsibility of carrying the anointing, of carrying the anointing. The only one that was able to do that. And unfortunately, because of the way that he was, the Bible says that there was evil found in his heart. God never created evil. See, evil, you've got to understand something about evil is that the, the only thing that exists when God said light be, light was, light is the presence of God. Goodness is who God is. He is love. Everything about God is creative and love and power and anointing. There's no evil in him. The Bible says there is no evil in God. So he's incapable of producing evil. It's not like he created an evil on the other side. It's not yin and yang. He's only good. But the thing is, when you think of evil, it's not like you have white and black. What is darkness? Darkness is the absence of light. Darkness wouldn't exist unless light is existed. And if, there was, if light was never removed, you'd only know light. It's only when light is removed you see darkness. So evil, when you think of Satan as an evil being... Wickedness means twisted. Something's wicked, it's twisted. There is, the Satan cannot create anything. If I can put it this way, how many recognize the word fear? Okay, what is fear? You know, we think, well, you know, God never created fear. It's just simply a label that we give. Because if you think of what fear is, what is fear? If you're afraid of something, what is that? If you're afraid, if something, if a tiger came running into the room and someone jumps up and runs away screaming, that's in fear. Why? Why are they running away? It is a confidence in that thing's ability to kill them. They have faith in that animal's ability to kill them. Faith is the substance, the expectation of something. That animal hasn't killed you yet. So why are you screaming? Because in your mind, it's capable. So it invokes in you an expectation of death. That's what fear is. Fear is faith in the expectation of death. It's the evidence of things not seen. It hasn't manifested yet, but fear has evoked that. And so the word says that the enemy, Satan, when he was Lucifer, created beautiful and good, carrying the anointing, iniquity was found in his heart. He became twisted. And instead of taking that glory and leading the hosts of heaven in the worship of God, he would take that and twist it and try to put himself between the angelic beings and God. And he said, I will be just like God. Look at me, I'm already capable. I have this full power at my fingertips. Whatever he does, I can do. And I will be like God. I will ascend on high. 
and I can do the job just as well as him, I may as well take the throne. <laughs> no ways. The moment that thing rose up in his heart, in an instant, God dealt with it, made sure he was removed. He managed to turn one third of the angelic beings and somehow convinced them to follow him. Every one of them in an instant, boom, excommunicated. Heaven cleaned up. He lost the anointing and forever became a fallen creature. And so now he roams looking for a way to rule. Then God creates this man. And in the creation of man, God gives him his entire universe to look after. Everything I've created has been given to you. And I'm blessing you to be fruitful, to multiply, to fill the earth. You subdue it. You have dominion. And your authority resides in the fact that you have a body created from this planet. You live within it and you have dominion over all this planet. The only way to have dominion in this earth is through the body of a man. God handed it over to Adam. What is this man that you're mindful of him? The son of man that you would visit him. Because you created him to have dominion over all your work. Hallelujah. 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 So the only way to have that dominion is to be a man of the mankind. Living a flesh body. Satan knew that. He's roaming the earth. He wants authority. He wants to walk in that dominion. He wants to rule and reign. But he can't do it. He has no authority. No authority. He's a rogue spirit. Roaming without dominion. Without a place to reside. So what does he do? He goes to the man. And he immediately puts a question mark. Did God really say? I know he spoke. But are you sure he meant that? Isn't there something he's holding back from you? Just imagine if you could know what he knows. You could be God. You could be in charge. What's he doing? He's looking for a place of residence. Because the moment Adam sinned. The Bible, I know we talk about Eve. He spoke through Eve. But the Bible says the, the woman was deceived. The man was not. And those people that think, you know, Eve did it dirty on him and just, you know, somehow tricked him into it. No, he was right there. You go read it. It wasn't like she came up to him and said, hey, look what I found in the garden. And, you know, apparently we can eat this thing. No, he, he saw that going down. Instead of exercising the authority he had within him, he partook of that same fruit. And the moment he partook of it, death lodged in him. And he was twisted. Now, 
death reigned and Satan took up the place as God of this earth. Now he has a man to work through. He can work through flesh. That's exactly why the father stepped in. Now God, he could have just right there, just stepped down there. What is going on here? Well, this devil, well, just blow him off the planet. You know, now get back and run the earth. No, he lost his man. That man lost his authority. That authority resided in Satan. And God is one that honors his word. He won't violate his word. He gave his word. He said, I give you the authority. Well, that means when the man handed the authority over, God had to honor that. So what does he do now? Now the whole earth is cursed. He can't make another man because it would be with cursed soil. He's not going to create another spirit. What is he going to create now? The spirit's already in his image. But death lodged in him. He's born from life to death. He's living this cursed life. How do you clean it up? How do you fix that? See, this is what people don't understand. This is not a religious thing. This is not just, you know, I used to serve the devil and I come over and I tick this box, now I serve God. No, what does it mean to be born again? It means that there is a spirit being residing within that is death and has authority in this planet. And the only way to get it back is if the man who gave it away is the one who gets it back. I don't get it back for you. I gave it to you. And God will watch over that word and he will make sure that he does not break the word. He exalts the word higher than his own name. To him, the integrity is more important than just quickly fixing this thing. We'll just sweep it under the rug. No, that death will forever be reigning if that's the case. So God addresses and said, there is one coming. He'll be born of a woman. He'll enter this earth legally. He'll come in with the same authority that man's supposed to have, but he will not buckle. He will not give in to sin. He will not give in to that curse. He will live the life that I ordained for this Adam to serve, and I will send another Adam, and he'll come, and he will honor that word. And that one, when he is in that place of authority, he'll crush your head. You'll get it back. Now you understand why Jesus had to be born of a woman. Because sin was in the seed of the man. But when he's born of a woman, the Bible says he was tempted in all things, yet without sin. When Satan showed up the first time, when he found out this is the one that he's been waiting for, all through the centuries he tried to kill every single deliverer, but now the one has arrived. Oh, so you the one followed him into that wilderness. What's the first thing he did? What did he say to the first Adam? Eat. What did he say to the second, the, 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 the last Adam? I sometimes say second, but second means there could be a third. No, he's, he's, the word calls him the last Adam. One Adam, this is the last. Same man, 
Same man created that, that Adam, Jesus, is, he, he's, he's the exact representation of the first Adam. What's the first thing the devil tempts him with? Eat. Eat. It worked the first time. Let's give it another shot. But you see this man, he knew his authority. I'm not letting go of my garden. I'm here to take authority and I refuse to eat. The only thing I live on is the Word of God. If I'm going to eat anything, it's going to be the living Word. If I eat anything, it's going to be what has God said. It is written. It has been said. Why? This is a word planet. It's created by a word God. It is who God is. In the beginning is the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The only thing that dominates in this creation are words. I refuse to give in to anything else except the word of the living God. So the enemy says, oh, Okay, well then, it's written. Let's go with the word. What's he doing? He's moving from physical attraction, the body, to mind. Let's reason this. Oh, so we're playing it is written game. It's written. Takes him up to the temple. Throw yourself off, because it's written. Yeah. He'll bear you up with his angels. Not even dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus could have said, Oh yeah, let me show you. <laughs> no, no, he, you do not catch the word. The very one who is the word. And he immediately says, I'm Jesus, I'm God. How dare you even try and tempt me? Get away from me. Is that what he did? What did he do? Went right back to, it is written. What does the word say on this? There's only one. I will not put the word of God to test. If he said it, that settles it. I don't have to check if the word works. See, family of God, we have to get to that place. Where no matter what happens in our life, no matter what goes wrong, you're always going to come back to God said. I know what it's like. I've, I've, I went through a situation where I was wondering. I mean, I did everything I knew to do. I did everything my pastor taught me. I took all the scriptures. I confessed them. I worshipped. I sang. I spoke. And, and it looked like things was getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, God tears in my eyes like, God, you said... I know none of you have ever done that. I'm just saying on me. And you notice in that time, I never heard from God. Never. <laughs> There's no faith. And when I eventually got quiet, I just heard this in my spirit. Are you finished? I guess so. And then I made a quality decision. God, you're never wrong. You are never wrong. If I'm not seeing a response, I missed something somewhere. What is it that I missed? And God immediately revealed something in my life and I corrected that and within 24 hours, 
I saw my response. Why? Because I'm not going to judge God if he's something. But God, you said, and why didn't God? And I tried this and didn't happen. Don't test the Lord, your God. I'm going with the word. I'm going with what is written. Okay. We've tried the body. We've tried the soul. Let's go for what you're really here for. Why did you come? You came to get back everything. Look, everything that you see. He showed him all the kingdoms. This authority was given to me. I know some, I heard somebody once say, well, that was, you know, the devil's a liar and that was a lie. So, no, no, no. If it was a lie, then there's no temptation. Jesus could laugh it off. <laughs> you got here, you really, you got, you, you think you own this? No. Temptation means there's an element. See, the devil is a liar. There's no truth in him. But counterfeit relies on the original. Has anyone ever seen a thousand rand note? It would be nice if you had a few thousand rand notes, isn't that right? But you couldn't use them. Why? There's no such thing. They could print it nicely and put in, you know, what's another animal? They've used the big five, so it wouldn't put on there a crocodile or something, you know. <laughs> Thousand rand note. You go, whoa. You go take it to the shop, they'll laugh at you. Why? Because it doesn't exist. It has to have the original. The counterfeit looks like the original. So when Satan lies, he will still use the element of the truth. It is written. You can look up the verse he quoted. But there's a twist. There's a twist. Something's lurking behind that you're not aware of. So when he says this authority has been given to me, he wasn't lying about that. That was who gave him that authority. It was Adam. He handed it over through high treason. God had given him the authority and the enemy spoke it out of him. Got it. And that made him the God of this world. Isn't that what Paul called him? It always amazes me how we are okay with God Almighty being God. We can even call the devil the God of this world. But don't you ever dare talk about man being in the image of God. You created in his being. You're the God species of being. You're the offspring of God. Why should we be nervous about that? Because we turn to the devil and say, yeah, he's a God of this world. That's what Paul called him. Why? He controlled the planet. But he did it through men. Satan has no authority in this planet except what he can talk somebody else into doing. The day you realize that, he loses all power over you. The devil made me do it. Nah, 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 nah. He spoke to you. You did not have to give him the time of day. Because he has no authority. The authority is delegated by God into the hands of man. So when the enemy says, 
All this authority has been given to me. All these kingdoms. I give it to whom I want to. And I know why you're here. So let's settle it here and now. Fall at my feet and it will be back. It's yours. There's the lie. Because that would have put Jesus in the same category as the first Adam. No. He stood his ground without sin. There's only one that I will honor. Only one that I give my allegiance to. Only one that I will serve. And him only will I serve. We are doing this on his terms. And at that moment, the enemy realized he's finished. He had nothing left to offer that man. I'm going to say, well, that's amazing, isn't it? That Jesus, wow, awesome. No, you have exactly the same tools available to you today. Someone says, well, you know, I, I, I don't know why God didn't put me in the garden. If I was in the garden, if I was there, I, I wouldn't have. I, no ways I would have. Oh, I mean, I'm going to have a good talk with Adam one day when we get to heaven. Oh, yeah? Really? What happened last week? You know what I'm talking about. When the enemy comes along and says, just try and just don't. And we, a uh, little compromise here, a little compromise there. And here's the thing. Adam had no, it is written. You and I do. Mm. We've even got the advantage of experience. Not even his experience only. We saw what happened to him. We'll never do that. You've got the same experience of what you did last year. Last month. Last week. Yesterday. What are you going to do tomorrow? Don't put that on Adam. Every one of us, any one of us would have made the same mistake. And we already have. But thank God in His grace and mercy, He chose to send His Word into this earth to become flesh and dwell amongst us. And He became the living Word. And He demonstrated that Word, the same Word that was in the beginning, the same Word that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He always is Word, always will be Word. And that Word is now your Lord and Savior. And the day you gave your life to Jesus, He birthed in you the same spirit and the same word dwells within you and now today the word of God has become flesh within you the day you wake to that the enemy has lost his capacity to ever come against you again you've been given that authority you have the same right and privilege as the last Adam, as Jesus, the Son of Man. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give Jesus praise if you've got a hold of that. Mark 11 verse 22, Jesus answered, have faith in God. 
Assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe you receive them, and you will have them. That word that Jesus used when he said, have faith in God, he was literally saying, you've seen me in action, do the same. Same way God does things, by faith. He is a word God. This is a word planet. And God has designed you to carry his presence, to carry his word. And if you ever come to that knowledge that if I open my mouth and I speak, that is what's going to happen. You're unstoppable. You're unstoppable. Now, why haven't we seen that? Because we have not yet shown ourselves faithful to that. Some of us, if we really got everything we said, we'd have already blown the city off the map. ESCOM wouldn't even exist anymore. None of you here, I'm talking about other people. On the way to work, would have blown up cars on the lawn. Can you just imagine if somebody's, you know, uh, they call it in America horn. You, gotta, you say hooter in America, it means something different. So you say horn, because I know Americans watch this as well. But you going to work, imagine if some of us, if, if our horn really could do what we actually wanted to do, it was the trigger of a rocket. You blow every car off on the way. As a car, bam, there it goes. Come on. What are we saying? What is coming out of my mouth? Ah, oh, go to hell. Next time, oops. I didn't mean literally. No, you, you have what you, you have what you, but God has to dial it back. Because if we got it out of his mercy, we don't get everything that we say. But when you're born again and you rise up as a son of God and you recognize he blessed you to have dominion. How did God have dominion? Through his word. How did he create? By speaking. How does he control what he does? Through the activity of a released word. And he's placed that same authority in you. He said, if you will speak to this mountain, it'll listen. Do you believe that? Because God has placed in you word become flesh. Oh, but that's Jesus. Hang on, hang on, hang on, tiger. Are you not 
the body of Christ? Yes, I am. When I walked in here tonight, they didn't say, oh yes, Pastor Alan and his body. <laughs> no, this is all Pastor Alan, isn't that right? You saw my head, you say that's Pastor Alan. If you saw a, a mug shot, you'd say that's Pastor Alan. If you saw a full length shot, you'd say, that, you don't say oh there's that Pastor Alan and his legs. <laughs> you are the body of Christ. You are the manifestation of the last Adam. You are full expression of God. You are the representation of God. You are the Word walking in flesh. The living Word resides within you. Now all you have to do is believe it. That when I open my mouth and I speak, that is not just sound coming out of me. It's not just audible words. It is not just conveying information. Spirit has been released. Power has been released. And when I've spoken, creation now goes into action and produces everything God sent that word to do. He sent his word to heal. He sent his word to deliver. God has told you to prosper, to multiply. It's a commanded thing. I receive it. How many receive it tonight? You receive it? Then give him praise. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand to our feet. I tell you, family of God, the day that revelation comes through, you will activate it and begin to speak to your bank account, your businesses, your clients, your, the weather around you, your house. I don't understand. Everything keeps breaking in this house. Oh. How much keeps breaking? Everything. It does what? Keeps breaking. It does what? It's just obeying you. Take back that authority. You determine the end. Based on God's word. You're not, not, not making stuff up here. This is not. And the same angelic beings that were sent forth to minister are ministering spirits sent forth for you. Hebrews chapter 1. Well, they're not all ministering spirits sent to minister for those who inherit eternal life. That's you. Lift your hand. Say, Father, thank you. You've given me your word. And you've decreed it. That I am flesh carrying your word. The very spirit within me is born of you. I am born of the spirit of God. And you've placed in me the same authority, the same capacity as the last Adam. I am the body of Christ. And when he speaks, it's done. When I speak, it's done. I speak to my circumstances and I command them line up with the word of God. I command my body to be healed, to be healthy, 
to be whole. I receive the living Word of God. Every organ in my body functions as God designed it to. Every form of cancer, every form of disease is destroyed at the root and leaves my body. Every infection, go in Jesus' name. Every arthritis leaves in Jesus' name. Every affliction has gone. I receive the living life of God. It flows through every cell in my body. I live and move and have my being in the living God. I speak to my mind. I have the mind of Christ. Christ has become for me wisdom. I have the supernatural ability to remember everything I need to remember. That which God has removed is gone from my thinking. Every thought contrary to the Word, I take captive to the submission of Jesus. And I say my mind is clear. My mind is active. My mind is alert. And I think and I ponder on the things of God. My spirit is alive to God. When I speak, things happen to His glory. I declare my business is prosperous. Clients keep coming to me. People don't understand why, but they only want to do business with me. They keep coming to me. They go past those who are not of the kingdom of God and they find their way to me. I receive increase, multiplication. I see my businesses expanding. I see my investments increasing. Everything I put my hand to prospers. My family is healthy. Now, if you're married, this is your spouse. If you're not married, this is for your spouse-to-be. Say, I love my spouse. We have a great marriage. Anything that would seek to divide us is removed in Jesus' name. We are different. We created to be different. I celebrate our differences. Together, we are unique, unstoppable. We are in agreement. We have vision from God. Our household is united. Where we are united, God decrees His blessing. God commands it. My children love the Lord, serve the Lord, and grow up to be great men and women of God. I see a great future ahead of me. God has His best plans for me. And I take them up. Nothing will stop it. And I thank God that I see revival in my heart, in my life, in those around me. And the living Word of God lives within me. And God has given me great and precious promises. And I have the privilege of bringing them to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.